welcome back, guys, to another episode of the Bone Nerds Podcast. We were jumping on real quick. Me and AJ, as soon as we jump on and uh, start talking to each other, we basically miss an entire episode just from our conversations. So today we only had five minutes before, so now we're going to jump in. we got so much to catch up on. AJ's got a freaking turkey hunt that sounds like it was absolutely epic. The photos were killer. If you haven't seen them, go check out Nights of the Apex on Instagram. And gosh, we got a lot of stuff to talk about. We, we slack too much that there's too much to talk about. Well, like if we kept up weekly, we'd probably have half hour episodes, but a lot of has weirdly happened in the off season in the last two weeks. So yeah, it's good problems though. It is. It is. It's been just life has never been better. Things are moving along and Gosh, I just I'm so stoked for the future, dude. It's just there's so there's so much happening that I don't know. I, for both of us, for everyone that I talk to. I was on I was on the phone today with Joe Gabo. If anybody doesn't follow Joe Gabo, dude, <laughs> you he's follow awesome. him. He's so too. funny. Yeah. He's he's yeah. a good dude. I want a name like that. I want a name Joe Gabo. I is that I his thought real it was name? Fake. I don't know. Because, like, he introduced himself on one of his videos. Hey, it's Joe Gabo. Like, is that how you pronounce it? Because it's spelled J-E-A-U-X. Listen, and I can't spell like the that, Gabo part. <laughs> it's got to be real or just run with it at that point. But I oh, met one real? of the uh, – I, I ran into one of the engineers from Easton, and uh, that's how he referred to him. So I'm going to go with that. Hey, that's probably – I'm going to have to – I'll call him again tomorrow and be like, Yo, dude, how, what is your real name? <laughs> I'm going to call him and be like, dude, so what's on your W-2? Like, what's what's on the tax return? What's the actual name? Oh, that'd be, that'd be but, funny. Yeah, yeah. man, no, you, you're right. Like, the, the like, I feel like we're in a weird little circle of friends that are, uh, like, things are just kicking off. I, I had lunch with Kyle. We were just talking before we started recording. I had lunch with Kyle from DCA Custom Arrows last week. And uh, literally, like, not 24 hours after we wrapped that up, um, Isaac, I talked to Isaac from Method, and they uh, were getting a collab together for the a limited run of ZMR. So, um, super cool to see that come together. Just like good brands, good people um, that I know. Like we're we're both tight with, and uh, just I like couldn't be more stoked for stuff like that to be going on. Like that that's what you want to see. Yeah. No, I dude, I just I just got. Oh my gosh, I'm gonna get like freaking emotional about it. I just got a text from Isaac from Method. He uh, sent me a video. I know exactly what it is, just looking at the thumbnail. of. So right now, Isaac is uh, editing my bison hunt, for everybody that doesn't know. And so here's, if you're watching the video, this is the thumbnail of it. And, dude, this was like, sorry, this is total rant, but just, I mean, total Good time. off track. But, you know, <laughs> Isaac captured, like, I legit have chills right now thinking about it. So... There's, I'll, I'll, I'll preference it a little bit. So on my hunt, I had my two guides and then one of the guides had to leave on a trip to Hawaii. So his dad came and filled in to help guide. And his dad is, I'm pretty sure I mentioned it in the last episode. The dude is the mountain. Like the dude is, he's not a mountain man. He is the mountain. Like (laughs) he's who I want to be when I grow up. And when we had successfully got the buffalo and we were down in the situation where it was um he did like this prayer 
to like release the spirit of the buffalo dude it was the most uh, it was unreal all of us like all these grown men are sitting here with this buffalo in this trench just bawling and dude that's no, heavy he did he didn't he didn't even like say hey guys you know I want to do this we were all just looking at it Jake's taking pictures Isaac's filming and he just just went like if I watched this I, I would literally cry right now <laughs> I feel like there's something I was so I was talking to Scott from Dialed about this because um, he guides in Wyoming and I'm looking into I've been thinking about doing a bison hunt for a while so like I'm starting to put the feelers out seriously and me and him were talking about it there's just something about like there's something like very like supernatural spiritual about like bison like I feel like you can't like I can't call myself a hunter and live my entire life in North America and not go on a bison hunt like i i don't know like i can't imagine that's gotta it's, be like such a crazy like links you to history in a weird way it it literally it, you i'm glad you brought that up is it's like when, when i harvest an animal finish an elk or deer whatever and walk up on the animal like it, it's a spiritual experience everybody sure. feels it that has successfully harvested an animal especially with a bow it's one thing with the rifle but again it's a crazy different experience with a bow. Having this bison... I mean, I posted it. You can look on my freaking feed. You gotta scroll down a little bit. <laughs> a bawling video. I got... It blew up somehow. Went like 650,000 views because I just think it was real. I, yeah. I was trying to talk to my phone because I had ran away from the camera guys to finish it. And then I just wanted to talk to the camera saying, hey, I killed it. And I just... I couldn't even get words out. Like it was the most surreal experience, the most spiritual. Like I, I, I don't even think there's words that could describe it. And once you get down and put your hands on this animal, like it, again, like you said, like it is just a connection with history, a connection with your ancestors, with the land. Like the bison owns America. Yeah, like, like yeah. they own the land, and obviously, you know, with all. Native Americans and everything like that. It's just the history of America, and you do literally feel that. And so this, I mean, maybe I'll just play it, see if see if you can hear something in the video. But um, let me turn it up. I don't. I haven't watched it yet, so I don't know what what part is in it. But let's see. May you come with us and make the world light. Feed our tribe. May we meet again, our four-legged brother. May your spirit run free and your soul rest in peace. Amen. Dude, I got goosebumps. Like, he is, yeah. His <laughs> accent, like, n they, that could not be more perfect. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, I've been, oh my gosh, yeah. So, I mean, that's... <laughs> That's how my bison hunt went, right there. I could post that and call it good. Like, you don't have to watch the hunt at all. Just listen to that, watch that, and oh, gosh, yeah. Anyway, so. Well, I'm psyched for the, the full thing to come out. Um, yeah, I've been getting teased with this thing for months, so I can't I, wait. I don't even think you have the full story, do you? No, I don't. I, honestly, like, I don't want to. Like, people keep hinting. I'm like, no, nah, no. Nah. Like, let me find out with everybody else. Like, at this Dude. point, like, yeah. It's – I found – so Jake gave me all the photos to the hunt, 
But he gave me a folder of the ones that he edited. It had like 200, 300 something. And then another folder that had a few thousand. But I couldn't open those ones because they were raw. And I didn't have yeah. um, anything uploaded on my computer to open them up. And finally, I downloaded Lightroom and was able to open mm-hmm. them through Lightroom just literally yesterday or two days ago. And it was so fun. Like, it was never before fo- seen photos, even by me, just, you know. And so I was scrolling through them all with my wife, and it was just reliving that moment. And it just made me absolutely hyped for the movie. Like, the movie's legitimately going to be insane. Like, it's going to be freaking sick. I'm so excited. <laughs> Dude, that, that was one of the things that got me into photography. Just like capturing those moments so you can relive them. Like, I, I think it was we were at my sister's wedding, and like his family had all these family photos, and mine didn't. And I was like, that's like a travesty. Like, you, it's one of those things where like you always feel corny in the moment, stopping to take a photo or like being that dude with the camera, and then like. I just like I had to tell myself like just get over yourself like you're you're not that cool anyway like just take the photo and then you have that memory forever you know it's yeah. uh, and then you get to relive it and it, dude it definitely brings back all of that for sure like that's so cool that's like I, I'm so stoked for you because I know how much that hunt meant for you and to like get it on video is that's unbelievable yeah I'm so so excited and yeah I, I I've felt the same with taking photos and stuff that places like pull my phone out like always that person that's always got their phone and then you have people giving you crap like oh, live in the moment like no this I, moment's I, gonna live forever now because i have the memory but i'm also in the moment like a quick capture is nothing i don't know i am I, I am really bad at taking photos with people like i'll take i'll take photos of people but like i always forget to take photos with people and then afterwards i feel bad that like we didn't do, you know, like, especially like, people you don't get to see very often, but like, I just want to yeah. talk to them. I don't want to be like, Hey, like, let's grab a photo. You know what I mean? I don't know. Yeah. I still haven't figured out how to navigate that, but no, yeah, dude, I get that's, that. that's your exciting. Photos, your photo game, dude, is like, who, who on Instagram doesn't copy AJ? <laughs> that's what I want to That's Every, AJ has the standard and then everybody copies his overlays well his i started overshots. just by copying people so that's <laughs> and then putting my own twist you on just that's, that's the key it. to everything but <laughs> exactly you you took you took good ideas and perfected it your nothing nothing's insane. original you, you just like find something you like and uh and then put your own spin on it you know hey, like i came up with an original one i did today actually sitting on my couch on my parents couch so i'm at my parents house right now but let me tell you this idea so, <laughs> I'm psyched. so if you if you don't follow me on Instagram, you, you should. It's I post stupid stuff, and he's got recently, a blue check mark now. So he's legit. exactly blue check mark. We got to cover that. <laughs> <laughs> I went out paddleboarding and shot my bow on a paddleboard. Right? People have done that. It is what it is. Except it's funny and it's hilarious. It's cool. It's just like you see somebody shooting a bow, kneeling on a paddleboard. You're thinking, what the frick? Like, you're stupid, and it's hilarious. So I did it anyway. But I thought of another one. So I have a series I'm doing that's just doing shooting bows where people don't shoot bows. So <laughs> I'm, let, I'm letting you in on a secret. I don't want somebody to copy me before I can get it done. I want to get – sounds so stupid, but it's, it's going to be epic. I want to get two giant excavators, massive like, – like the massive like 100-ton-pound excavators with a 50-foot reach, like just massive. I want to get in the bucket – have them raise it up all the way, and then on another one, 
have the bucket up with the target on top of the bucket. <laughs> and just shoot. Dude, I wonder how bad the wind would be up there, too. That would be pretty like, awesome. Uh, like, so stupid, but... That's, I think this is a great idea. This is going to need to be like a separate account just for this stuff. <laughs> just for the stupid stuff I do. And maybe put it under an LLC too, just in case someone comes after you for just who knows what. But yeah, yeah. That's, that's idea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's not a not a bad idea doing stupid shots. Just a <laughs> limited liability. <laughs> yeah, for real, dude. Yeah. But anyway, sorry. I'm I, I don't even know where we were at. Dude, well, I guess like we go from, we talked about bi- the biggest animal in North America. We go, go to one of the tiny ones. So we just, uh, I think uh, we were just talking to somebody that's getting ready to go on a turkey hunt. Uh, the season's just wrapping up here in Florida, depending on where you're at. Um, and, uh, dude, I, I, I decided this year, next year, I'm really making it a priority to do more of like a turkey tour. Because I have way too much fun. I love the bow. But close second is without a doubt a shotgun. Something about 100%. loading up the shells and like chasing those little birds and not having to worry about scent or <laughs> wind or any of that. Just like camo cover, trying to trick the little guys. It's so much fun. Like I, I got super lucky this year. I uh, like I knew I wasn't gonna be able to get out to my family's place up north. So our our season's super early. For the first, for the lower half of Florida, it starts usually uh, around March, like first, second, third, fourth, which is usually right around my birthday. So I talked to my buddy who's got a cattle ranch. Like I kind of like guilted him into letting me like go hunting. Like I, I like just shameless, like, hey dude, it's my birthday. Like it'd be really cool if like we could go turkey hunt. Like just, just shamelessly like pushing myself onto them. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, but like w- like worked, went, crashed at his place. Uh, him and his dad, they were going out in the morning, so got a little extra rest. Got right up. His dad mentioned something about uh, seeing a gobbler the day before behind a barn. Um, and so like the way these the, the properties laid out. Uh, it's, it's this massive cattle ranch, it's like three or 4,000 acres, but the actual, yeah, like it's massive people. Most people don't know, like the whole middle of Florida is all swamp and cattle country. Like it's all ag. Like once you're, if you're not in Miami or the coasts or Orlando, like the whole rest, the whole rest of the state is all ag and cattle. So, so, uh, and the Everglades and, you know, stuff that wants to eat you, but, um, (laughs) But like on so like out of these thousands of acres, there's really the the north end and the south end are really the only turkey spots. Those are the only spots with pines and cover and water and the things that you need for turkey. So, um, so they were going south, like they were going to the primo location. So I stayed on the property line north, which like I know I knew I had seen turkeys there before. It was right in between like the barn where he said he had seen a turkey and. Like where I know that I, like I've killed a turkey there in the past, and it was one of those things where like it felt so good, dude, because I finally put into practice like one of the simple lessons that like you learn and then forget every year, which is like don't leave animals to find animals, right? Right. So yes. so like I set up like I split my distance through like I just went out with one hen decoy, threw it out there, hooted in the morning. You know, not a whole lot of lot of owls, not a whole lot of turkey noises. Had a hen a couple hundred yards behind me, uh, and I could hear a gobble in the distance by the barn. So I didn't waste too much time. There was nothing moving around. So just got up slowly, just still hunted my way up there. 
every hundred yards or so gobble or not gobble um just uh cluck cluck you know as i was going get to the barn you know give the give the cluck cluck gobble like maybe a hundred yards off it has to be the same has to be the same time right throw there's a, a logging road um where they cut some trees for some power lines right throw so throw my decoy out split the distance so he can see it no matter what side he comes from tuck myself into some palmettos right calling again like another 20 minutes just call a little bit he, i hear him still behind now he's behind me i set up so he's behind me um and then nothing else so at this point like i know my buddy and his dad haven't seen crap i know they're getting antsy they're gonna start working their way towards the barn i'm like there's no point getting up moving whatever i'm just gonna chill here you know and just if something comes it comes it doesn't sure enough like not even 10 minutes later he he came around from the opposite way of where i heard him right like i i don't know whenever i've hunted turkeys they seem to circle around to where that noise is so he's walking right along the tree line he's not even 10 yards from me and he just goes into the so like i can't move like i hear i hear him rustling but i can't see him yet so i'm like ready but he's right in line. I could just see the red head. There's a downed tree next to me. So, and it's thick enough where like, I can just see that something's there, but I can't tell if it's a Tom or what. Yeah. His head pops up, red head. He sees my decoy, doesn't love what he sees, turns around, start walking back. As soon as he clears and starts walking back away from me, I just popped up and just, I mean, dude, the 12 gauge just <laughs> pushed him a good two feet forward. But, um, dude. It was uh, it was just a fun, fast like it wasn't even eight o'clock yet, you know, like super quick hunt. That's Finally, sick. like, of, bro, it felt so good to get the monkey off my back because like all of my hunts the last like six months have been hail marys, and this one finally panned out. Like I had one morning, <laughs> you know, and like everything just came together, um, and it was uh, it was just super cool, like to freaking finally get to put my hands on uh, on an animal and have a plan come together, but. Uh, Dude, Dude turkeys awesome. are so much fun. So They're much fun. so much fun. There's like they used to be underrated. Now I feel like everybody's figuring it out and just yeah. blasting it all over social media, saying how fun it is. Which it is a ton of fun. But there's millions of turkeys. So, and I think if you're gonna take people, it's such a fun hunt to take people on too because totally. you're calling. There's stuff going on. Again, you don't have to worry about like the wind or scent control and stuff because like I feel like like when you're used to dealing with that, it feels like. I don't know, like it feels like such a weight is lifted off you when you can just run and gun hunt and not have to worry about the wind and scent control and all that stuff. Like it's Yeah. But totally. Yeah, dude. Next year definitely gonna have to plan uh, let's do it. Let's let's plan a turkey tour. Yeah, I just I I heard Montana you can get like a ton of tags depending on which region or whatever. Yeah, like I think you can get I not I've fact checked me on this, but apparently you can get like a tag for each region plus like a state tag. I don't know if that still applies to out of state people but, yeah so but dude for sure yeah we, we could work our way from the east all the way to the west because like utah's turkey season hasn't opened until another like four weeks so well you, even up north like i think may is the may 1st is the opener for new york i don't know what it is for oh, like, really uh, for pa yeah new york's is way late um, dude, what would it take to do a 50 state turkey hunt oh my god <laughs> <laughs> or at least the lower 48 
Yeah, because Alaska doesn't have them. Uh, Hawaii has them. Um, I mean, we could probably just plant one and shoot it in Alaska. Yeah. <laughs> be the one. Dude, a bear would come and eat it and us. Me, like, what the hell is this thing that they just delivered to me? <laughs> but that would be sick. Could you imagine shooting a turkey in every freaking state? Take a, take a year off of archery and turkey hunt every state. That would be pretty epic. Be pr- be all, of the, all of the all of the archery companies I work with would be super pissed, but uh, it would be <laughs> like, dude, okay. you haven't done any bow content in six months. Like, <laughs> dude, I just need twelve month break. It'll be okay. <laughs> you know what? I forgot how expensive twelve gauge shells are nowadays, dude, especially like, turkey shot. Turkey loads are insane. Like I'm it's not like and, six bucks a shell. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If like or on the or high more. end, it's like twenty bucks a shell. Like I I bought a a, a pack of the TSS. I think they're federal. Um, like Onyx, you get a discount if you're an elite member, and I want to say it was like eighty bucks. I was expecting like a twenty pack. It was a five pack. No I was way. like, what oh, gosh. <laughs> I was like, this it would, if you're like doing the math, it's cheaper to just go get a turkey at the store. But <laughs> it's not gonna be it's not as fun. fun. It's not as fun. It's not as fun. Oh, but yeah, man, man we, that's funny. We cooked that up, like cooked the breast like chicken cutlets and uh ate that thing for the whole rest of the week and it was awesome, man. It that's was awesome. Sick. Yeah. Dude, I got I gotta admit, when I shoot a turkey, I've never eaten a turkey that I've shot. Really? I give the meat to somebody else. One, I'm not the biggest fan of turkey. Like, I'll mm-hmm. eat it at Thanksgiving. But yeah. the real reason why is because, so, it was probably Steven Ranella. I watched a video or somebody plucking a whole turkey and doing a full Thanksgiving turkey in the oven. Yeah, I'm right? too lazy for that. So I wanted to try it out. I'm like, that's epic. Like, I really want to do this. And I started... I brought the whole bird home, and I was plucking it in my house, and started like gutting it, and it it had to have just been a rotten bird. Unless this is how freaking turkeys are, it was the most sour, most disgusting smelling, just nasty. Yeah, no, something was of off with that. Anything. It was disgusting. It, like I can literally still taste it and smell it, like in my freaking mouth right now. Did you now. shoot it with the bow? No, that was. Sh- I think that one was shotgun. I mean, I could see if, like, you popped something, you know. I mean, it's just like a deer. Like, if you popped the, Maybe like, depending on what you shot, like, you know, you could have popped the, uh, something. Why am I blanking? like, the bladder or whatever and, like, yeah. spoil it. Like, Maybe it was the one I shot with my bow. But I, I remember, remember my my family was the same way. Like, my grandmother would always, like, pluck the turkeys and stuff and, like, like and she's a great cook I and mean, she would even complain about like how much time it took but like yeah. i'm way too lazy for that like I, efficiency <laughs> but it's like, a lot easier so, to split the skin and chop the breasts off and call it good that's it grab the <laughs> grab the thighs you know and then like yeah. do whatever like honestly like the thighs like i was too lazy to cook those good like anything that like i'm not sure what to do with anymore like i save and like I, my dog gets fed like extremely, extremely well now. So, but she knows like when we've got wild game or not. Like we did a we did a slow cook with a neck roast, um, with a deer neck roast, and like we did it. My wife and I did it overnight. And I wake up at like six thirty the next morning to like start heating up the bottle for the baby. And my dog is in the kitchen just staring at the crock pot. Like, Dad, what the hell is in there? Like, I need oh, that. that. Awesome. <laughs> It really is a whole different, like, 
same with my dogs. Just when I break out the meat and cutting it up, steaks or whatever, elk, deer, now buffalo, whatever. Like, I toss them scraps, just raw meat. They they literally go crazy. Like they're they're they go stupid for the meat. Oh, they know. 100%. Yeah, they know exactly. They're like, that's the good stuff. I want that. <laughs> I mean, I feel it even like with the venison burgers. I don't get that tired feeling after having no. a burger that That's I do true. with a beef burger. Like, I need to send you buffalo burger, bro. You Listen, bro. We, I may be coming out to Salt Lake Are City you? in a couple of weeks. For We'll see. We'll see what's going on. So, yeah. Let so, me know. So, Nodens, um, we're, we're partnering with PSE again this year. Um, and Isaac Jr. works for PSE, and he's still there. He's going to be there. there in basically doing what he, what he did for Black Rifle, but for PSE, it sounds like. So, um, I think we're going to try and – details are still in flux, but I think we're going to try yeah. and get something worked out um, where we'll build up the bows together this year. Uh, Bro, that's Spend insane. all the money to ship them to me and then ship them out to the recipients. So, um so yeah, so fingers crossed it'd be a good excuse to to come see the homies and and get some okay, stuff dude. done too. So. That'd be way fun. That'd be sick. I was yeah. actually just texting him today saying, "Hey, when I get back into town, let's do some content. Go shoot some bows." It's like, let's do it. <laughs> yeah, dude. Talk about a good dude. Yeah, him and uh, and uh, his whole family. Like I talked to Senior last week. Like they're the best. So I'm super stoked for them. They. Uh, I know. I know they're busy really with taxis and going full swing now. But yeah. They are really good people, but, but yeah, man. Oh man, yeah. Let's Sorry. let's circle back to the blue check, <sighs> which has been a controversial <laughs> topic amongst uh, creators in the industry. It's um, it's hilarious. I'll I'll admit it is really funny. And look. Here we go. Blue check mark. If you can see on the screen. <laughs> so for those that don't know, and probably most people don't care, but uh, so Instagram changed their policy. Just they basically copied Twitter. So it's pay for play for a blue check mark now. So anybody that I don't know if you need to have like a business account or whatever, but you can get a blue check mark. It just requires you verify your ID. There's like a couple steps, like your name's got to match and your photo's got to be yourself, and like, and then you got to pay. It's like 15 bucks a month or something like that. Um, which honestly, like I said when Twitter did it, I wish Instagram would do that. Like I was somebody very in favor because like every time, like especially for Nodens and stuff like that, we would do like a giveaway or a raffle or something. We would get just bombarded with fake accounts, and it just mm -hmm. like. It just watered down everything to the point where, like, people would search and they wouldn't be able to find the legit account, or they'd be following the scam account, or like it was just such a hassle. So, I, like, me, I was all for it, and I was super. But it's funny to see like there's a lot of like salty creators that are like, like, oh, people are just trying to like, I don't know, like, legitimize themselves by paying for a checkmark. Which like the checkmark's always been a bullshit thing that like random people got it wasn't like yeah it's it's a fake status symbol to begin with but at least now like in my mind anyway like you know like okay this is the actual person like i'm yeah. not I, I don't know that's that's been my take on it i would i tried for, sure. paying for it by the way i got denied because they said my my id didn't get <laughs> my id didn't check out so i don't know if it's because my photo is only half my face but <laughs> Does your ID uh, not look like your face anymore? <laughs> it was yeah. I used the McLovin ID instead of uh, that. Could be it too, dude. Maybe that's what it was. I have way more hair in my uh, driver's license photo <laughs> like, than I do no, now. This is not the guy. This guy is completely bald. 
Yeah. Those yeah. are my favorite comments on your thing, by the way, on your page. Uh, bro, those are the best. My ears and my balls. Hopefully, hopefully it's not a sensitive subject, but it I'm is almost... not. Okay. <laughs> no, I cashed in. I cashed in those chips a while ago. I was like, of all the things to worry about, that is not one of them. So. There's, there's no benefit to having hair because who doesn't wear hats? You know what I mean? There's that, and then it, I like if you do the research. The only people that have fought it successfully are billionaires. So uh, I'm not in that boat. So I wasn't even going to try. <laughs> There's, there's no use for hair. It's completely pointless. Okay, it's uh, do it in the way morning. easier. I mean, like, <laughs> well, it's a it simplifies today, the life, but, right? Oh, it's, oh, it's cooler. You, you don't even have to shower because your hair doesn't get greasy. My baby son <laughs> finds it hilarious to play with. Like, it's great. There's the no downside. Head. <laughs> My wife is stuck with me regardless. So yeah, there's <laughs> we're good to so go. Maybe that's your issue. Throw a wig on Instagram. We'll verify. You, so. <laughs> there you go. That's what I gotta do. I gotta regrow the faux hawk somehow. That's right. Find that's... a faux hawk wig. <laughs> Dude, the, the the verification on it, like, I, I feel like it's it's gonna it's just gonna transition from like a status symbol is kind of the culture that was around it that yeah. these people like. It wasn't a status symbol. It was just like, hey, this is, no. by the way, the real person. This is the real Kim Kardashian, whatever. You know what I mean? Versus now it's like, okay, this is uh, – it's the real Braxton. Here's my account. Like because well, and like, just like you're saying with Nodens, all these fake accounts for giveaways, it's so annoying. For sure. And I mean I know plenty of – especially photographers that are like legit photographers that have been doing this for years and years that like just don't have giant followings that could never get verified just because they've got two, 3,000 followers. And the only reason they only have that is because they're busy making content for clients all the time. So they're not yeah. worried about their own. Like now like you've just given them an opportunity. And also if you're running a business or any sort of business off it, like I was way more inclined to do it when they were Instagram was paying out for bonuses because your right. your net gain and then they stopped doing that and they just took our money but <laughs> dude that was the thing is you had to be invited like on reels to make money yeah. on reels i was never invited so i didn't even know people were making money on reels and my buddy jared's like yeah they just took it away i was making freaking money on all my reels i'm like what i was too yeah <laughs> but so it was nice. it was also it was also bullshit to begin with because they give you yeah like they would give you a ceiling that you could never hit so like they'd be like you can make anywhere from zero to like fourteen hundred dollars right and like it didn't matter how many views or engagement like because i had like crazy swings last year like i had one video hit like three hundred thousand views and like my reach was like close to half a million in november which like hunting season everybody's amped about hunting like everybody's mm-hmm. engagement goes up right yeah but like no matter what i never made more than 110 bucks on reels really like, any month like no matter didn't matter like if i had like 10,000 views or 300,000 views like it always capped out at that 110 so like there's some shenanigans going on there 100 percent like that's weird. And I'm sure we lost half of our audience that doesn't care about this, but the people that do care are going to be so in the weeds. I did. <laughs> you know what we do need? I've been thinking about this a lot. We need an intern. <laughs> that, that would be a good idea. Somebody to keep <laughs> us on track. <laughs> yeah, like we need an intern that's like, hey, I want to get into this. I don't have the money to like 
make all the same mistakes you guys did with camera equipment and whatnot. Like, <laughs> let me test out your stuff and use your licenses. And That's then a good idea. You can, yeah, because then we'd have somebody to actually make thumbnails and shorts for us and all this stuff that, like, we forget or just don't want to do for this podcast that we got going on <laughs> so somebody that's listening wants to be a boner intern yeah <laughs> hit us up Let on us our know. on our hit us up on our main pages because neither one of us <laughs> checks the boner's dms so yeah has bx in her coda yeah, yeah i think i've checked boner's dms once or twice in the last year <laughs> but we'll yeah, be better you, we'll be better i'm, a, I'm we this will. close to quit my job better. and well, uh boner's will be a lot easier to be full-time Oh, me too. But so, I haven't wait, done it yet. Wait, really? No, not really. Oh, I always say you. that, but I've been saying that for three years, dude. Bro, <laughs> I just I'm pulling the plug, and yeah, my employer completely has screwed me like multiple times. So if they're listening, they can get my true uh, thoughts and feelings on what they what they did to me. But uh, anyway, so I'm just you know, peacing out. They, well, that's basically a legit what happened reason. Was, I I I started the company. I made it to the top. Became a project manager over the situation and insta- installing car wash equipment. And I don't know if it was money or what, but they demoted me, took my pay, everything. And then uh, they expect the same things of Ooh, me yeah. doing every day. So I'm like, nah, no. So I left. I worked with this other guy. Just, <laughs> I won't say too much, but he, not. Not a very like trustworthy type of person. <laughs> Hopefully, he doesn't listen. But uh, yeah, if I leave, like they're screwed. Like they're they're done for. I feel bad, but I just gotta look out for me and my family. You know. Do you, I, I, that's it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I uh, yeah, I tell my team that, like so. I, I manage a compliance team. That's my nine to five for like people that don't know. And uh, you know, I, I tell my team like, look, we've got different. You and I have different roles, but we're not at different levels of human beings, right? So, like, you got to do, like, at the end of the year when you have those, like, conversations and stuff like that, like, I don't have, I can make recommendations for salaries and bonuses and stuff like that, but it's a big corporation. Like, I can only do so much. Like, there's four levels above me, right? It's like, I tell them all the time, like, I'm very frank, like, you got to do what's right for you and your family. Like, that's number one. Like, and I feel like now, like, you and I realize that more now than ever, now that we got kids, like. Totally. Dude, it you put so much in perspective, like what actually matters. And I think that's the hard thing too. Is like, you see all this BS and like, it, especially also when we have like passion projects that like, is just more in line with our ethics and what we want to do anyway. Like, it's tough to just like totally eat shit at a nine to five. Like totally, totally. Especially when the nine to five expects it to be a nine to nine Monday through Monday. <laughs> yeah, no, that's way <laughs> too much. That's crazy. Like today, today. So Friday we have our planning meetings, right? So we plan the week because it's so it's so scrambled. We can only plan a week in advance. Like it's just <laughs> complete BS. Anyway, I uh, we planned. We were working Monday through Friday, regular. Blah 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 blah. Today I get a freaking message. Oh yeah, we're gonna we're gonna have you guys uh, come in Sunday. And uh, we got work all day Sunday putting in this piece of equipment. And I just replied and said, uh, we were not informed about that. And uh, I've got other obligations on Sunday, so I won't be there. And no reply. So I just won't show up. What are you going to do? Fire me? <laughs> Dude, quitting. it's – yeah. Because it doesn't oh, – yeah. It would be different if it works all the way around too, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. But it's like, dude, I gave my – I gave everything to this place. Like – 
I know we're getting deep into the weeds on this episode. <laughs> I get it. I get it. But like, but I, I gave a lot of people years. out there going through this same stuff too. It, it is, and it's just the yeah. shittiest thing. Like, why do you work for somebody for yeah. money? Yeah. You're not there because it makes you happy. I mean, very rarely. If if you go work for PSE, it's going to be fun. You're going to have a blast, most likely. Yeah. You're going to be around cool people. But when you when you do what I do, and you're around literally the scum of the earth, <laughs> you're going to hate yourself. You're going to hate your life, and you are who you are around. And I kept yeah. finding myself like losing who I was. Yeah, like my goals were changing, my ambitions were going down, like just everything. Anyway, I I mean, I gave five years to this company. I moved my entire family five hours north. Nothing. Just nothing. Literally gave me nothing. Did nothing for me. And just said, see ya. I went on my buffalo hunt. And then after that, the day I got back, they said, you're done. I said, yeah, okay. That's definitely like a generational gap. Like, dude, I, I know so many people like older than me that it's like you stick with the same company forever. And it's like they're get the company's getting everything right but yeah. like yeah. they're getting a one percent raise every year you know or, or exactly. whatever and it's like and they keep getting loyalty shoved down their throats it's like hey, where's both ways though too like yeah totally you know and and for people like you know i feel like i at least i get hit up for this all the time like people trying to start out in the outdoor industry and stuff like that like you know you got to pay your dues uh, and you got to know like what you actually what value you actually bring to the table but at the same time like you also have to look at like how much value like once you do know that value and once you are at a, a position like you got to be okay like just putting what it's worth out there and then getting nose back like it's yeah. it's it's a big thing like you can't like there are plenty of people that are willing to do like stuff for free product but if you're looking to make an income like you can't feed the family with bows no exactly i was i was talking to joe gabo about that today actually is like Nowadays, people are so free gear oriented where yeah. now companies are looking at stuff saying, oh, so-and-so will do this, you know, just for free gear, give them that versus like this professional photographer, a.k.a. Coda or whatever that that should and deserves to charge a little bit on top of the free gear is getting screwed in some circumstances because now Braxton's doing it for free. You know what I mean? Yeah, and it depends, right? Because, like, it's always – because I was – I mean, I'm sure I was that guy. Like, I had – I mean, dude, like, now, like, I have a couple of, you know, contracts with companies that I work with that I've been working with for years. And, like, it started out with just, like, gear. But also, my content was shit, you know, at least, yeah. like, compared to, like, how it is now, right? But, like, yeah. at the same time, like, if you guys – like, my whole thing is, like, if we're growing together, like, if I'm helping you grow and I'm growing, right, like, the content's growing, like, and also the asks are growing. Like, if 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 you want me to just do me and, like, there's no expectations, like, that's one thing. But if, like, there are set deliverables, well, then that's got to go both ways, right? Yeah. Because, like, you're now asking me to, like, work for you. For, you know, and, and the hours, I, I don't know, it very rarely evens out. And then the other thing yeah. is like, like I know, like, but it makes me feel better because even guys at the very top of our industry deal with the same thing. Like a lot, they're the, the companies that value, like even the feedback you get, like from followers and like what you can do for gear and things like that. There are companies that value that and then companies that don't care. And, you know, but that's the other thing, like are are you in a position where you can pick and choose 
who you work with. Like, yeah. I think agency is what we all want at the end of the day, right? Like, we'd love to be able to just, like, be flexible, take off, go hunting whenever we want, like, work with the brands that we want to, like, but it's, I, I don't know, man. I'm encouraged by, like, the younger guys, like, having spent some time with some, like, in camp with, like, some younger guys. Like, it seems like they prioritize, like, working with good brands and companies, even if the product is, like, not the tippy top tier like yeah yeah because there are a lot of guys like at the top tier but like they're also like you wouldn't want to hang out with them <laughs> yeah <laughs> <You know>? like, yeah <laughs> for sure I, I feel like there's there's a there's a couple different like categories of people you have people that are like sponsor free gear hungry where mm-hmm. they take the bait on everything possible and they just everything shoot it because it's a free target or free bow yeah. or whatever Versus those that, like, truly do it for a purpose. One, if it's, you know, a killer product. Or two, if it's killer people to work with. I mean, one person that absolutely... I mean, not only is it the... Some, like, fairly could say best stabilizers on planet Earth, but Quattro. Yeah. Hanno is, like, the nicest freaking dude. And Christian. Like, they just... They're real 100%. people. They're not above and beyond anyone. They don't act like they are. Like they they intermingle with everybody. It doesn't matter if you have a million followers or if you have a hundred. Like these people treat you the exact same. And it's companies like that that are pushing through. Like you've got Dialed, you've got Quattro, you've got um, Ultraview. Like all these newer companies see yeah. that quality in treating people better than you know these massive corporations that have been around for 80 years well and i think as consumers too like especially like like when you're first getting into it right like i remember doing this like you always want to know what's the best and it's like you can't Mm -hmm. always look at influencers or sponsored or photographers and like judge what's the best because there's a lot of good stuff out there like Mm -hmm. kyle makes I would say the best custom arrows you can possibly get, right? But that's a different price point than Method, who also makes phenomenal arrows, like incredible. Who also makes, like Dudley also has the straightest damn arrows and his stuff's all made in USA, right? Like, so like you've got, it's all really, really good. You're splitting hairs at that point, right? So it's like, what fits your style at that point? Like that's, that's another thing. Um, Yeah. Yeah, you know, it's like it's dude. I could yeah. go shoot a point zero zero twenty ten. Yeah, five nine, whatever the frick it is, and I'm gonna shoot it the same as a perfect zeroed arrow. Yeah, like yeah, I'm not good enough to know the difference between an O three and an O one or an O six. And you're a good shot. And, and I'm, I'm a fairly. I mean, I have a six inch group at 120 last night, so it was pretty yeah. decent. Yeah, no, I, <laughs> but, I yeah. <laughs> I've heard stories. I know, <laughs> but it's like you can shoot. Yeah, I, I, I enjoy shooting. I don't yeah. always. I'm not always good. At, I have good days and bad days, just like everybody else. And it's like, is it easier to share my good days? Yes. Is it easier to post that on Instagram? Yes. <laughs> Am I embarrassed if I post my six foot group that all my arrows are sitting <laughs> in the dirt at thirty yards? Yes. Should I post that? I should probably begin doing that so people, yeah. you know, just. <laughs> That's how archery is. It sucks. It's terrible. Nobody's perfect at it. Unless maybe you're John Dudley, then then maybe (laughs) you might be perfect. But, like, everybody sucks at it. (laughs) 
but he's super real about when he screws stuff up too, which is cool. Yeah. You know, like he how many every, once a season he'll post a like a swing and a miss. You know, like everybody. Yeah. Everybody messes stuff up, I and mean, I think like if you're looking for like people to follow and pay attention to, like you know, just look for the people that are transparent. Because like no matter what, like there's you can hate on somebody for anything. Like if you know, there's 365 days. If you post every day, right? Like most of those aren't going to be kills, right? Yeah. And if you like, if you post nothing but kills, people are going to say you're just hunting for likes. And if you don't post enough kills, then you're a poser, right? Like, there's no, there's no, <laughs> there's no, middle. there's no middle ground. Like, like I run a gear page. Like, I like that's the whole thing. And it's like it, like even when I kill stuff, I don't always post it. Like, it'll be in a story, or I'll talk yeah. about it. So, like, I, I don't know. And also, like, I don't get into the woods nearly as much as like an Aaron Snyder or like some of these other guys. Like, if you want kill stuff, like follow that, follow those guys for that stuff. You know, like totally. it, I think. Um, I, I don't like to assume that people are idiots. Like I like to assume like follow who you're getting value or entertainment from at least. Yeah. Like there are plenty yeah. of dudes that like, I like their channels or pages or whatever, but I'm not running the same stuff they're running. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I feel like there is a stipulation where people get caught up in like running exactly what somebody's running where it's like, yeah. you can get a good setup cause you know, if you follow Cameron Haynes and you get, what he's shooting like it's a good setup and it's probably going to work for anyone type of thing except for the 95 pound beast <laughs> that he shoots but like don't feel like i i i, I want to start something where the cheaper gear becomes cool again because like there yeah. there are kind of kind of like um, the hunting public where they shoot what is it bare bows or something what do they shoot yeah. i can't remember which aren't We're, cheap by the way, wait, they're not. <laughs> no, oh, I thought they, they, I thought they had a better ones. price range. So it's like, we're talking like fifty bucks these days. It's a, no, they do in the the price line, but yeah, they. Uh, okay. I mean, their flagships are right up there with everybody else. Like you're talking like fifty, maybe a hundred bucks tops difference. Oh, between really? them. Yeah, like it's. Oh, I didn't it's, know that. That's the other thing. Like everything's caught up. Like for me, I like a combo of like the nostalgia with the new tech. Like I would sell every yeah. piece of gear and get. If I could get like, like Sika King's first light Kuyu tech in mossy oak camo, like that's that's what I would run, you know. Like, For real, I, I For like real. the like the nostalgia, but I also enjoy like, dude, when I was turkey hunting, I had the insect shield uh, with like it's this this the way they weave the pattern, I guess, stops the mosquitoes from biting through, and then it's got permethrin embedded in the fiber. I couldn't hear myself think the mosquitoes were so bad. Right, the, the the way it goes in Florida is the mosquitoes are super bad the half hour just before and just after or like leading into like day daylight and um, at nightfall. Right, I couldn't hear myself think, but I had no bites on me. Like threw the face mask up, like no zero bites on like, really? anywhere on me, and that was all I was wearing. It's just a thin outer light. Like it's the I, I cannot especially Who if you live it? in it. Sick has got it. So it, okay. especially if you live in like a ticky area. Like, could like they have just solid um, like um, Henley style shirts. Like I wear that all the time when I go into the woods now, just because like I know way too many people that have had tick issues or mosquito-borne illnesses, things like that. Like I'll throw that on under whatever other camo like I feel like running if I'm not you know wearing sick of stuff. But that stuff like 
Like, but things like that, like that tech is just like phenomenal. I think I went off on way. I don't even know what we we're talking about now, but <laughs> but it's good. The rabbit hole is good. <laughs> but I hope every company like copies that tech because it's freaking awesome. Like it, that's it's sick. Just, yeah, I was blown away. I, I would have never thought like stuff. mosquitoes. Dude, but now I'm thinking of it. Back in like oh, 2017, 2018, Utah had a crazy wet winter, kind of like we yeah. have this year. Not as bad as this year, but in the areas where I was elk hunting, June, July, August, September, from scouting to hunting, dude, it was Utah doesn't have. We have mosquitoes, but I'm sure it's nothing like Florida. Out <laughs> I, I know that for a fact, but this like we were hunting some water holes, some. Stuff that was wet, swampy, yeah. and still water. Oh my gosh! Yep, I, I was going absolutely insane. Like I climbed a tree, and once you get about <laughs> twenty feet up, then mosquitoes yeah. aren't there. So I just sat there and like took a breath, and I'm like, "Holy uh-huh. frick, dude!" I'm in a short sleeve t-shirt, getting eaten alive. <laughs> B- before that, I would layer up my. I'd have to wear two base layers because, like, if I wore like the first light arrow wick or like the the core lightweight or like any brands just their base layer because it's yeah. 90 degrees outside right like <laughs> they would just bite right through it but like this stuff is it's just it's slight maybe slightly less breathable than like their lightest weight stuff but what's dude, the name of it no just bites mention it's, the, one more time. it's the equinox series with insect shield um, equinox and i've got series. no connection with sika whatsoever so like no sort of like you know. I'm but not if they're listening, AJ would like a connection. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it's an industry discount, whatever. But uh, <laughs> but no, they like that stuff was a absolute game changer. Like little things like that, like that stuff were like yeah, invest your money in that stuff. But like my rest on my bow this year, like I'm running mid price point rests on everything. Like I didn't get like the fancy QAD or the Epsilon. I'm running. The QAD R2, which is like a integrate, but like there's no micro adjust. And then I've got the um, the Hamsky primer on uh, on my Unite. Like, you know, oh, nice. figure out yeah, figure out like what matters to you and like those areas you can save. And then, but it's hard, right? Because like sometimes you think something's going to be perfect and it's not. Like I, I do that with clothes all the time. Mm-hmm. I do yeah. that with camera gear all the time too. But, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> For real. Like, oh, I'll definitely use this lens. Never sees the light of day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, I mean, I bought my drone, like, gosh, over a year ago, and I finally broke it out and actually started flying it. <laughs> like, that, those videos have been awesome, though. It makes me really want to get a drone. Bro, it's, it gives a perspective that people don't usually capture, but... Again, people are like, dude, how much is your drone? Like thousand bucks, fifteen hundred bucks? I'm like, no, I got a Costco for three hundred dollars. Like Yeah. They're cheap. Just buy the cheap one. You don't need the most expensive one. It still films four K. However, now that I've been flying it, I want the MPV drone by GJI. <laughs> I was gonna say. Yes, yeah. <laughs> so that, that's a little bit more expensive. I mean it's still I mean, only you know, considering, but thousand bucks to fly also, ninety it, miles an hour. If I added all the money I wasted on GoPros over the year, I could have bought that drone. So Easy, yeah, right? it's yeah. If um, but I think that going back to our intern, there's their time. 
there's their opportunity to experiment, and they don't have to waste Please. their own money because we've got the gear. Somebody DM. <laughs> we need one. We just we need somebody to just like run the page that wants to like experiment and learn how to blow up content, and like you can screw us up or make us good. I don't care. Yeah, we can tell you because here's the thing: we know what to do. We just don't have the time. <laughs> so. that, that is that's yeah that's <laughs> time. And That's then if they want their own page, they want their own corner, we'll make it for them. Like, you can have it. <laughs> That's another thing that uh, I'm experimenting with is helping people with, like, Shopify and oh, yeah. kind of starting up their online presence that way. I'm not any expert at it I, by any means. Zero. Zero. But those Zilch. beginning steps are the most overwhelming. Totally. So I've, I've said – I've helped – a uh, little bit with um, Jake Belinda to set up his Shopify. He's got, dude. He made some killer turkey merch. Like it's epic. I don't know if it's live on a site, but he sent me that, dude. It's so sick. And my buddy Jared, I, I'm helping him with his Shopify. But it's like I have a passion for that. I suck at it. I'm, I know how to do some of it, but like I just, I have a passion for that and helping people. So if like if somebody's interested and they want to start up a Shopify, let me know. I'd love to mess around like those messages well, I gotta dude do, i gotta and, do a revamp to my site so you might be yeah he doesn't have products on his website yet so i'm definitely gonna have to pick some of that up though let me let me let me find his text i gotta sh- i gotta show you like and he drew it on his ipad dude like so he did He's, so for those that don't know we're talking about jake belinda b-e-l-i-n-d-a uh on instagram and he's crazy talented. yeah that's super cool so here's some sick crazy talented turkey feet right that he put on the sleeve of a sweatshirt yeah genius super sick right we're gonna have to clear this with him before we post this episode (laughs) i'll be all right i'll I'll text him (laughs) let's be real we're not gonna post this for another two weeks (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's dope check that out dude like yeah look at the head on that thing he'll, he'll yeah. be psyched that we're that we're amping it up i'll text him though i'll, I'll make sure he clear <laughs> but his his stuff that he does so he does media stuff just you know kind of like you with doing photos i mean he's a photographer um is the void media or void hunt um that's kind of his his business side of stuff but crazy talented dude like freaking so good dude, yeah he's like Super good, and he's so talented with a camera. Like we'll be do, I'll be doing something stupid while we're out on my buffalo hunt, and the dude whips out his camera for half a second and gets the most epic shot that I could have never even dreamed of. <laughs> dude, that, and listen, that's another thing people don't take into consideration when they're trying to work in content and media is being able to be a people person. Like mm-hmm. yes. a lot of photographers just want to be. Like I've noticed this because like I've. it's one of like i know for a fact it's one of the reasons like i've been invited to certain things where like people that i think are much more talented and have way more time in the industry than i do like probably should have been there but they weren't just because either they don't want to talk to people don't know how to talk to people like i i don't know you know like at some point you have to do a little bit of self-promotion like as cringy as it and it doesn't have to be inauthentic like but like talk to people you know like just know when to put the camera down and know when to pick it up and like i mean even like videos like dude like your instagram channel is freaking great like look if you look at like the like top top youtube like mr beast all of those guys like 
they all have the same format for thumbnails. It's all like their face doing like photoshopped with a caption. Like they, everybody does that, but it feels so cringy to do that to yourself. And like, it goes back to like, yeah. don't take yourself so seriously. If you want to play the game, if yeah. you don't want to play the game, then you also got to be like, okay with, well, all right, I'm just not going to get to that same point. Or you got to find out what that next game is like. Totally. But, yeah. Yeah. No. And, and you bring up a good point too. Uh, with photographers being a people person, another big thing that I didn't really take in con- into consideration until I had two camera guys following me around on my once in a lifetime hunt, like having two extra people trail you. Yeah. One, they you know they got to be quiet. They got to yep. pay attention to wind. They got to know when to move, when not to move. Um, they got to be respectful of the hunt itself, but also. They have probably a harder job because now they have to they have to capture it being mm-hmm. as stealthy as I'm being just trying to focus on killing something. Yeah, where it's an awkward implement. There's nothing exactly. like like there yeah. was times where if all of a sudden I'd look over to my left and 20 yards away there's Jake sitting in this bush and I'm like, where'd you come from? Like my buffalo, the second follow up the next day he spotted the buffalo before any of us but he couldn't say yeah. anything because he was kind of a far away and we ended up walking up and spooking it so like yeah he let it happen naturally i'm sure it was i'm sure he obviously would have been like hey stop if you know he could have <laughs> shoots but, a flare up <laughs> exactly and it, it just it's it just something you don't always take in consideration so like you have to find somebody yes a people person and if you're taking them on a hunt they have to be like skilled in hunting yeah because yep. hunting's hunting's hard <laughs> especially with the bow yeah yeah seriously hunting no sucks. that is a next level like <laughs> and that yeah and that's why you see like those certain guys like have such good careers that can like manage that stuff like the uh cope creative guys like capture creative guys like all of those mm-hmm. dudes that can do that like it there's so much that goes into that they're like you don't think about it. even as like somebody just consuming like i'm a I, like i love just scrolling through youtube like watching hunting videos and like yeah it's like capturing that is it's so freaking difficult and also like you got to figure out like what do you want to be do you want to be that dude in front of the camera or that dude behind the camera because those are two very different experiences and you get treated very different um depending on where you go so Mm -hmm. uh, a lot of people like don't want to you know they 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 want to be I don't know. They want a certain level of attention, I guess. But yeah, um, that's where I'm at. Is I'm like, I, I I've enjoyed doing the photography and videography yeah. and stuff of my own content, and I have a vision for like projects where it's hard. It's hard to explain to somebody unless it's a seven year old nephew, he, he gets the vision and he'll fly my drone exactly how I ask. <laughs> He's really, like, you listen, he might be our intern. So dude, <laughs> legit, like that kid, he shows up. I'm like, okay, here's your controls. Now the best shot is just put the controls together and it's going to just loop around and the camera's going to stay on me. So just hold that. So like the, that whole shot of my like, keep going, keep going, keep going. He's like, am I done yet? Like, keep going, keep going. <laughs> It, it, he killed it. Like that shot was sick. Is he into hunting? Because we can just pay him in gear as like we get. <laughs> we got like a good ten years worth of him growing. So <laughs> before we need to pay him a dime. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Listen, we can't because you're not 18 yet legally. You know. Exactly. We, we can give you gear though. Like you want clothes? <laughs> <laughs> no. He, he like literally though. Like having somebody be able to do that is and like 
seeing the vision on a project and accomplishing that is a whole nother thing than like, I, I see the vision and I want to film it. But again, I want to be the one shooting my bow on the paddleboard. For sure, yeah. So it's yep. like you have to find that happy medium where you you both have the same goal in mind, but one's okay to be in front of the camera and one's okay to be behind it. Yeah. I mean, like uh, Chris B, like he's had like super talented photographers that are also like quote-unquote influencers in their own right too. Like it's – yeah. <clears throat> Michael Waddell was a camera guy before he was Michael Waddell that like we all know like there's yeah, yeah it's it is it is tricky like uh, yeah for me I got like I just I picked up a little camera with a flippy screen um just because that's another thing like I've just noticed like people have been asking which is like a super weird th- but like I just noticed like number wise like people care more about when there's like an actual person like it's either got to totally. be my dopest flat lay or there's got to be a person in there um, yeah. to kind of connect with. Um, so yeah, all that stuff, all that stuff makes a difference. And then yeah, with videos, dude, it's so tough. Cause the other thing is sometimes you have something in your head and then you do it and it looks totally different through the <laughs> camera. Right. Like, and it's, totally. it's sometimes it's better. Sometimes it's worse. Yeah. I mean, that's like my, my, the lava video I did where I went and shot in a lava yeah. field. Um, I was by myself flying my drone, shooting my bow. I had this vision, but it's like, I'm by myself trying to fly my drone and shoot a bow at the same time. So I, like, I got 90% of like kind of what I envisioned, but I, I didn't hit that level that I wanted. Yeah. Um, I've got a freaking controller sitting on the ground controlling this thing with my toe as I'm shooting my bow. Like, and you got to worry about lighting and like, like that's, that's the thing yeah. is I just I just don't worry about lighting. Yeah. So I go out at 3 p.m. with the harshest lighting possible. <laughs> finally, I realized okay, it's way too hard to color grade something with the sun straight up. So can that's you throw why a I, UV I wanna, filter on there? That's. I do need to buy one. I don't know if they have one for the mini. I'm sure they do. I think um, I want to say I, Polar Pro's got one. Do they? I think I so. I feel look. like I got one of those like Instagram ads or like YouTube. Like we'll we'll get an ad after this conversation for, for sure. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah. That yeah. Listen, Instagram's targeted ads spot on for me. So I bought oh, a lot of shoes same. I didn't need because a lot of sneakers. <laughs> And hiking boots. Yeah, it's like I've got the Lathrop and Sun sitting there, and I'm still like, nah, I need those sneakers for no reason. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Now, everybody's, if you listen to this, you're going to have shoe ads right after this. Yeah. <laughs> Brought to you by. Yeah, seriously. No, but, but anyway, our rabbit hole is just, it's it's an anthill at this point. There's a bunch we of branches. We went all over off. the place, man. We did. All over it was the place. good, though. It was good. But, I feel like, but yeah, I think uh, should we just like productive. put it out there who we want to get as guests? Like, absolutely, we're gonna start doing that again. I think we talked about we want to get the method guys on here. Hundred um, percent. I'm gonna force TJ from uh, Dialed. He's the engineer for Dialed, Novix, Trophy Line, Half Rack, uh, and a whole bunch of other brands. Um, but he's just an all around good dude and would be a great person to have on um, Rack Hub. Um, and then who else were we talking about getting on here? Oh, we're talking about Joe Jake and Jake, dude. But that's the other thing is our freaking that whole group. Yeah, <laughs> I want to get everybody on. Yeah, like and Stewart. do like a six-person freaking podcast group sesh. Oh, that'd be good. 
I think it'd be fun. Just, yeah. Just do, set it at like a like a thirty minute to sixty minute just BS thing. Yeah. No, no title. No nothing. Just. I'm sure none of us will talk over each other. All no, not about at all. Either. <laughs> just, uh, just us two struggling. <laughs> oh, it. man. No, it'd but, be epic. We'll get Jake on, talk turkey hunting and deer hunting. Yeah. I was talking. The dude's a killer with whitetail and slayer behind the camera. So he's one of those kind of unicorns that can kill and capture it. So Yeah, those dudes deserve all of the credit. Hundred percent. He's yeah. He's he's something else. And same. You know who's a wizard behind the camera too? I'll be honest. Isaac with Method. Like yeah, so they I, do a good job. People that don't know Isaac, he doesn't want to be known. He wants to be behind <laughs> the camera. He hates being in front of the camera. And he's he he did media stuff before he started Method. And the dude is insane. Like. I sat down with him on a couple nights on my hunt while he did some edits, just, you know, editing clips of the hunt. And he, I don't even think he touched the mouse once. He knows all the keyboard shortcuts and he can edit faster than I can type the ABCs. Like it's insane. <laughs> oh, I need to learn that. Cause I am so slow. I refuse to use, uh, presets also. Yeah. I need to do that. Uh, I am. Uh, yeah. I find I get lazy if I have them. So I just don't even have them. But, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's smart. Yeah, there's so many, so many. The, the guys from Dialed, Jordan and Taylor, like incredible. They just got a new studio set up and the new shop. Oh, so like, sick. So sick. So sick. Yeah, we need to go out there guys, and visit them. I know. I was saying that we got to. I know. There's a couple of guys. So that's another one we should have on. Uh, we got to get Mark from Bloodline because he's in Minnesota also. Oh, so, is he? Yeah, those guys are are yeah they're they're right there. So I need but, a uh, I need a new string. So I might I might know somebody. Do do you? Because yeah. mm-hmm. my peep is like Ooh, this. Yeah, that's a problem. Serving. So Bloodline, so Quattro, Bloodline, those are two companies that like I unwavering recommendation because. Like, especially here in Florida, like I've set up bows with different string material and like I'm in climate controlled, 70 degree air conditioning, go outside where it's full tilt humidity and a hundred degrees. And like the peep just freaking does a 90 degree turn right away. And like after a couple of, you know, dozen shots, like cables are already stretched. They're sweating wax. Like, dude, everything that can happen with string or like the worst is like if i have to go into the office and i want to shoot after right like i got to leave the bow in my car i can't bring it into the office and like you're leaving it in a hundred it's probably 120 degrees maybe more in the car which they tell you like not to do um but yeah man the, the bloodline material so it uses a polymer coating so it's still like the same like core material but the the difference is in the coatings that they use so that polymer coating it's more abrasion resistant but it also doesn't require wax so there's less friction between the strings and it's it doesn't absorb moisture so it's less um it's less impacted by the elements like we've been shooting him like we shot him in the rain and like other than the drag on the arrow like 50 yards like we were maybe like a half inch lower than we normally would be like Really? Literally, like, no, yeah, it's it's crazy. Like like every other thing, it, you need a good builder. 
Um, but all the builders I've been working with, like I had Unbound, Archery built my last two sets. A3 is another good uh, company. Phantom uh, Bowstrings is another good one that I've used. Um, like just no break-in period. Free, like put them on the bow. You got a shot or two just to, so the strings settle, and then that's it. Like it's just really, it, dude. I it's gone to the point where like I take for granted how easy it is to work with until I work on somebody else's bow that doesn't have it, and I'm chasing that peep twist for those first couple dozen shots while the strings break in like um, yeah. credit to PSE their factory strings have actually been phenomenal like I don't really have a reason to swap them out other than the fact that I work with Bloodline and like I just like having an extra set of strings because they have saved my butt in the past where like you nick a cable or you get off the airplane and like something's frayed a little just from getting thrown around and like if I can get to a press and swap out that one string or cable, like having that spare, like keeps that hunt going. So, um, I'm a little paranoid with that maybe, but no, dude, it's, I mean, Frank, my Hoyt, uh, tip, I, typically I haven't had any issues with the Hoyt stock strings, but this R7 a week before my Buffalo hunt, freaking the serving just blew up, like just, just unwound completely just right off. And it happens, man. Like, and like cable, especially on the shorter axle axle bows, like the thirty inch and below bows. You, like the new bows these days have super wide limb pockets, right? Which is great for stability when you're at full draw. But you got to realize that, like those cables being pulled to the side, that's a lot of torque being pulled on, especially when you're dealing with a high poundage bow. And the shorter the axle the axle the bow is, the more acute that angle is going to be. So that's more. That's a a harsher pressure point on those servings. That's why, like, a lot of those uh, 30 inch and below uh, axle axle bows will like chew through those cable servings quicker. Um, that's why, like, I run like the I haven't had it happen on the the newer bows, but like uh, Titanium Archery Products makes like a you don't need servings. They have like a roller guide where like it, whether or not you have servings, it doesn't matter. So like that's like a little thirty dollar part instead of buying like a whole new set of cables or strings you could get. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean that's something like definitely like you got to watch your servings and like there are some companies out there pushing just crap strings. That that's the other thing. Yeah. Like and, uh, and string manufacturers like their quality ebbs and flows. Like because they'll get hot and then they can't keep up with demand, so they bring people on and maybe those people don't have the same training. So like for me, I've had the best luck with small to medium sized string builders. There's of course like exceptions to that like adb yeah. platinums are awesome um you know um i can't think of any other really solid ones off the top of my head but um but yeah strings are like good ones you don't think about like everything on my bow i can tell if it's good if i don't have to think about it like if yes. i'm constantly babying it that means like there's something there's probably something better there's a better option out there totally totally no i like that and that's Maybe I need to come shoot PSE. Well, I'll, I'll come over to the dark side. The fun <laughs> side. Everybody is, bro. Everybody is. There's a lot of hype right now, man. A lot there of is. hype. So the, I like the, it. You know, the, I'm super stoked. Like, the new ownership, like, it seems like they want to have fun with it, and they love the product and love the brand. And That's the Even thing. their Easter commercial that they did right? last weekend. Like, 
it was just, if for those of you that haven't seen like go to their page like go watch it it's hilarious and like so overdone and, and ridiculous like it was so epic <laughs> it was great and it was just fun you know like it's just fun content like that's I, the I thing think, is say say this is this is this is a false statement but just say <laughs> PSE made the worst bows on planet earth right they've created this atmosphere that everybody wants to be a part of and be their friend yeah you know what i mean well, being there yeah it's it's just the culture is what makes it the honestly one of the probably the coolest bow company out there right now <laughs> they're fun i mean listen like i'll be honest like there's other I, I you and i have said this before all of those flagship bows are phenomenal like it yeah. comes down to user preference and like Totally. For guys like us, like even if we were Cameron Haynes' status in the industry, like you have your pick of what you want to choose. Well, if they're all really good, then it's going to come down to the people behind the product a lot of times, totally. right? So for me, I just I lucked out that the the bow that I really liked and that you know I bought my first PSC four years ago now uh, it was an NXT thirty one, and uh, just been with them since. And like, but no, dude, like it's it's super cool. And now like to have more friends over there um, is just it, it's freaking awesome and I'm stoked to see what they do with it because like my first YouTube video I ever made was because of that PSE NXT 31 because I was like this bow is awesome why don't I hear anybody talking about this like why are there no YouTube videos why aren't there like they didn't have like any sponsor and then of course like literally a week after I posted that video Dudley signed with them at ATA and, <laughs> and I was like I was right this bow doesn't suck like <laughs> it is awesome <laughs> But uh, that's awesome. <laughs> but uh, yeah, man, it's 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 super. It's cool. I'm stoked to see what they do, and like you know, I, I think like that whole cultural part. It's it's so big because um, I, I feel like everyone in the industry feels like it, like we have to be one way. Like it's got to be like serious, and it's got to be. Totally. The, and it's like we can have fun too. Like shooting a bow is fun. You yeah. Know? And, yeah. Not everybody needs to be a bow hunter. Also, like some people, mm -hmm. you can just shoot a bow and have fun shooting a bow and not do an epic elk hunt every year. You know what I mean? Like that's all right too. Like if you can't do that, like totally, you're yeah. not less. Yeah, I feel like that might keep some people out too because like they feel mm -hmm. like oh well, like I've had this conversation with some people where they're like oh well like I don't hunt but I like I'd, I'd love to like get into shooting. It's like yeah, it's cool. Like and maybe they yeah. will one day. I, I don't know. I hope we yeah. bring more people in and grow that pie, though. No, for sure. I, I mean, that's kind of like Joe Gabo's content is – I know we keep bringing him up, but like yeah. it's – But it, he does a great job. Yeah, he does a really good job just shooting bow and having fun. It's a quick seven-second yeah. clip that he's just shooting his bow. Yeah. <laughs> and it's yep. like it's, – it's not serious. It's fun. It's people out with their buddies. Like it might be a hunting setup type of thing, like a bow hunting setup, but it's not – bow hunting you know what i mean yeah because there's a difference between a bow hunting setup and a target archery setup for sure and some people enjoy just the bow hunting setup and yeah. the people you know the companies that are making products for that and whatnot but you can shoot it just as good as a target archery how many people own ar-15s they're not fast roping into a compound in pakistan in the middle of the night you know what i mean like exactly. it's yeah. You know, like you can own these things and have fun with these things. And, you know, if you want to use their ultimate goal, like what they're meant for, like that's something you can definitely get into. But, like, you know, you eat an elephant one bite at a time, right? Like, mm -hmm. 
Yeah. If you want to be a bow hunter one day and you have no idea where to start, like start by shooting a bow, start by going to a shop, start by like meeting other people that shoot, and you never know where things will spiral. Totally, totally. Just shooting with people is fun. It, it <laughs> like, is fun. It is. Fun. I love shooting my bow. And yeah, sometimes when you when it's when things aren't going together, sometimes it sucks. Absolutely. Sucks yeah. When, when it's not tuning or. Some you can't hit the target. It's a bad day. It sucks, but at the end of the day, it was still a good time shooting. Your bow. Yeah, and so you got no one to put it down. That's another yeah. thing. Like, there's a good lesson there. Like, if it's just not going, like, especially like after like a hard workout or something, like, I know I don't shoot as well or hold as steady. You yeah. know, so like, don't put that pressure on yourself to, you know, shoot like Levi Morgan that day. Just yeah. enjoy shooting the bow and don't build bad habits. Like that's kind of the goal for that day. Yeah, but, yeah. Well, that's me. I just build bad habits. <laughs> dude, we're gonna, dude. We gotta get like a coach on here. So. Oh, that's a good idea. That's that's a, there's another there's another one. There's another right. One. Like I what would be? Uh, I just had another guy text me. Um, I want to get him on. It's uh, shed crazy. Ben did him. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's doing ben. his yep. American shed tour right now, getting a shed okay. in every fifty states, and <laughs> so I think he'd be fun to have on. Just oh, 100%. percent. He he's one that's like that that quality over or no, sorry, the what, how would you say? Basically, the budget stuff over yeah, you know, looking cool and buying a brand new Tacoma like some idiots that do that. <laughs> Me. <laughs> Um, anyway, it's a pretty, it's a pretty a rad Tacoma. As somebody that it, has a, a dinker of a of a car, I I envy the Tacoma setup. Don't don't envy it. The payment sucks. Yeah. <laughs> but like Ben buys this five hundred dollar Toyota van, whatever the frick they're called. Yeah, and he's traveling the country with a five hundred dollar purplish blue yeah. van, shed hunting, rip the seats out, throws his canvas cutter in, and <laughs> finds more sheds than anyone else. No, that's awesome. I I've never met Ben, but we always interact in comment sections of like <laughs> posts. It's really weird. Like I we, I don't think we've ever talked like one on one, but like he'll comment on something or I'll comment, and we always like go back or, like things we think are funny. I guess like we must you, have similar sense of humor. You guys are kings on comment sections, dude. Like I don't know where and how you come up with the wittiness comments that you have, but like. It's because I'm it's, miserable at work, Brax. That's what. <laughs> Bonerds full time, man. I'm gonna keep in between keep. in between Excel sheets. That's, that's well, what we're, we're gonna we're gonna make this possible so uh, we can both quit our jobs and enjoy life again. <laughs> I'm enjoying. I am enjoying. No, I, I give it a way harder time than it deserves, but. Uh, but think nah, about how much more fun you'd have if you didn't have to go to a nine to five, but you were still. Oh, money. forget it, forget it. I know, <laughs> I know. Dude, think about how dangerous you'd be in the industry if Kodo was full time. The I look at like if yeah if the things that I would want I have ideas for like movies like yeah just but you also need money for that too. So. Yeah. yeah, this is this is Boy. true. This is true. Well, we got the bankrupt. free intern coming. So. Yeah, we do. We do. He's up and coming. He's either a seven-year-old or somebody that's listening. So, if if We've somebody's got, still listening in an hour and eighteen minutes in, at this point, yeah, you're a real one. If you're still listening this far in, like drop you're a comment. Hired. What do you want to see in the future? <laughs> and do you want to be the intern? 
<laughs> Absolutely. Gosh. Yeah, well, maybe maybe they're going to drop off by hour 20, so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, well, I mean, what else? That might be a good place to end it. <laughs> good place to wrap it up and uh, prep for the next one. So we need to get a, a guest on because, I mean, people enjoy guests. They might not enjoy us as much as guests, so. <laughs> Well, I guess, I mean, I'll let you close it out, kind of give a good thanks. Yeah, no, thanks for everybody. If you if you listen this long, we hit a whole gamut of stuff. So next episode, we'll <laughs> definitely get a guest, and it'll be a little more focused. Um, probably unless we have Ben on, then it'll probably be less focused. But, uh, yeah, thanks for listening, guys. <laughs> and uh, we look forward to uh, next episode and our future interns. So thanks, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> it's been real.